You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. I think maybe you could tell by the title of this episode, or maybe... You're not in the in the the know of the Swifty Nation of the greatest current artist of our generation, Miss T Swift. But you know, I'm a huge believer and fan of taking what works in other industries and other verticals and other areas and honestly figuring out how that relates directly to the space that I'm playing in. And you know, a combination of that is that understanding what works in certain areas, you know, really does transition really nicely into Web3. And one of them, of course, is fandom, right? And I, for anyone that is really anyone that's anywhere right now, it's kind of interesting to think of, you know, where Taylor Swift was when Con- Kanye West uh, jumped up on the stage and stole the microphone from her. Uh, and fast forward to where we're at today, where Taylor Swift is, and where that guy uh, who once referred to himself as Kanye West, who now refers to himself as the canceled ye, um, is today. And I'll just say, like, you know, one of the things that I love studying around, you know, culture and the human condition is like where true colors lie. And honestly, where, you know, people that continue to deliver, how they you know, not only adapt and grow, but, you know, there's there's only a few stars, there's only a few people in our lives that can transcend generations, that can transcend, you know, periods of time, especially over, you know, the amount of change that we have over time. And, you know, I am not only a Taylor Swift super fan, uh, but I am one that is really mesmerized by what and who Taylor Swift is as a person. And, you know, it doesn't, you know, we have to also admit that it comes with sacrifice and it comes with, you know, a ridiculous amount of talent. But there's three things that I wanted to highlight on today's episode that jump out to me when it comes to Taylor Swift and the launch of her most recent album, Midnight's or Midnight's 3am, which was a whole another piece of this that we'll talk about. But one of them is, you know, when we think about NFTs, a lot of what we talk about is the hype the lead up to launch of an NFT. And honestly, there's really no one better that does a combination of dropping albums out of nowhere. Hence the last album that we got prior to midnights. Uh, I mean, dropping two albums as she did during the pandemic for most of us was kind of like a, a wild ride, but also then there's the element of building suspense and anticipation. And that's really what Taylor Swift did for the midnights album that we just recently got this past week. And I will say, you know, not only were there people buying the vinyl copies and, and reading into all of the the different narrative, but if you, for those that aren't familiar, what Taylor, you know, Taylor has a lot of uh, like hidden meaning in her words and her, in the way she drops things. And so she was doing like kind of a preview album uh, announcement of like the different song titles and she was creating video and content around uh, those uh, different song titles. And, and I'll tell you, 
when I think of, you know, creating anticipation, you know, fostering demand and in a way creating uh, excitement over something that most people don't have excitement about. I mean, I stayed up to midnight and I know I'm 41 years old now and staying up to midnight is a weird feat uh, for anyone that's over 40. You know, I think, I think she actually has a lyric in her song uh, in one of her songs about staying up to midnight, but like, I was ridiculously excited about an album that was coming out on Spotify. Technically like one could say for free, but you know, I pay my monthly subscription for Spotify and I was staying up to midnight to, to listen to this album. Now it's crazy to think about that because how many albums drop every single day in the music genre. And most of us, even if it's one of our favorite bands, we might know the date, we might know the week, we might know the month, but I can pretty much guarantee you there. When's the last time anybody stayed up or put on their calendar for the exact minute that an album dropped? And that's something we can take of in the NFT space, right? Like because you know it's easy for us to say when the mint date is of our project, and this is actually something that I think great projects are starting to figure out right now is that anticipation is not only for the actual you know, product that you're delivering with NFTs, but it's everything around it. So the first thing I wanted to highlight is like, how can one look at the NFT space and in a way have people stay up or count down for the time or the, the exact experience that you're dropping what are the things that you're doing that are going to build that kind of suspense that kind of excitement that kind of, you know cuz the the art of what taylor swift does is she also gives us enough of a of an idea and teasers of what's to come but with also it's a perfect mix of not really even knowing like we all knew that there was going to be 13 songs in the album because her favorite number of course, is 13, but we also didn't know what those songs were going to be, and we sure as hell did not anticipate that three hours after she drops Midnight's, she drops additional songs in the 3 a.m. version, right? And so that's the first one that I think we have to just own, embrace, and love. The second T-Swift lesson for all of us in the NFT space is the personal brand and the person that is Taylor Swift, now, I am a big fan and big believer in transparency. I'm a big believer in the word access, giving us access to who you are, why you do what you do. But I'm also one that understands that it's not about transparency for transparency's sake, or I love to highlight the difference between transparency and oversharing. And I also understand that sometimes we can give too much access of oneself or the idea of giving people access to who we are doesn't necessarily mean we have to dox ourselves. And so one of the interesting parts of, of Taylor Swift and the Taylor Swift brand is that I believe her personal brand, her marketing is elite. I believe it's one of the best that we've ever seen, but there's also a weird spot of like, we all want more access to Taylor yet. She gives us enough to where we feel like we know who she is, but we also don't really know that much about her. 
And what I mean by that is there are certain things in her life that she keeps pretty private. And let's face it, you know, if you're a, an ex-boyfriend, uh, I mean, I don't know who's signing up for that job, but uh, I don't know why. You know, all of her ex-boyfriends, they all suck. And we all know that because eventually she writes about them. But at the time, we don't really have much insight into who they are or what they're about or what's going on. And I think that's that's part of this whole idea of like giving access and being transparent. It doesn't mean that we have to give everything of ourselves. It also doesn't mean we have to be on 24-7. It also doesn't mean that we have to be what others want us to be. I think there's a fine balance. And I think there's also this element of you know, how do you make things authentic and really dialed in, but not so much so that it's polarizing? I mean, one could argue that Taylor Swift writes a lot of songs about her ex-boyfriends and myself as a cis white male. I relate like a mofo to those songs, yet I've never had a boyfriend, right? The idea that she can create a, like a dynamic and a song lyric where it relates with people that aren't even connected to the exact output. And I think one that's one of the struggles I believe we have in the NFT space because there are, I mean, this, this is the truth. And for every, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of uh, silo for a second for every male that is out there right now. I know there's a lot of men that want to support women projects that believe in inclusion and equality but they, they struggle to either see themselves in a PFP or they struggle to see what their role is in a space. Now, the funny thing about that, or maybe it's not even funny, is that in many cases, we will buy an NFT without having any relation or any care about it, but we think that it might go up and we might be able to make some money. There's some other NFTs that we buy just because we think that the hype and the momentum might turn into that blue chip component. So why do we sometimes hold against a project because maybe it's female-led or the characters or the PFP is very female or feminine energy-driven? I mean, I, for example, um, I will tell you, like, I'm going to very, <laughs> be very honest right now. Um, you know, when I dropped my AI art this past Friday, one of the things that I gave, got feedback on in my inner circle was like, wow, Brian that piece is very feminine energy driven. And I was like, you're damn right it is because I'm in touch with my feminine energy. I, I believe in understanding where our masculine energy and our feminine energy kind of come together. And, you know, someone on my team, someone on my crew was like, you know, there, I'm not sure how many men are going to buy that NFT. Well, I'll tell you, as it's right now our least performing NFT or our AI art of all the ones that I've done. Funny enough, it's one of the ones I'm most proud of. It's one of the ones I, most, I put the most amount of time and effort into. It's one of the ones that I believe resonates and like sits. And, and, and it's wild because I was a little bit naive to think that people would not relate or buy that because... Uh, of what it, it's kind of projecting. And maybe maybe I'm jumping to a conclusion on that, but I will tell you, one of the masterful things about Taylor Swift is that I believe, and I, and I, and I know this to be a fact, there are a lot of you know dads, there are a lot of very masculine men right now that admit and love Taylor Swift. And I, I mean, I, for one, I wear a Taylor Swift sweatshirt. I have a, I have a Taylor Swift hoodie 
that I rock like a boss. But I will also tell you that her ability to kind of cross over there and even cross over genres, right? One could argue she was a country artist, then she was a pop artist, then she was really just a singer-songwriter. And and I think in a way, she's what every NFT project wants to be, where she's not niched down, but she has the Taylor essence about her. And I think every NFT project has to find a way of kind of connecting those dots. And so I think for women-led projects, minority-led projects, female-led projects, or even projects that project you know high feminine energy, I think one of the masterful things that we have to do is that we have to think like Taylor Swift in a way and understand that there has to be some, there has to be more to the story. There has to be an element that kind of crosses over, but you also have to recognize that I, I can guarantee that there is a lot of men that are in my circles that five albums ago, they probably wouldn't have admitted to being a Taylor Swift fan. Right. So there, there is almost like this commitment to what you're creating over the long term will get you to a place where it probably gets you where you want to go. And I, I probably think of that right now in our NFT space where we're at. And then the third one, um, and I think this is one that every NFT project wants to incorporate, but doesn't really understand how to do it. And that is the art of the Easter egg. Or we could argue the art of interpretation. What I mean by that is if you're if you've not been into the you know the Taylor Swift world over the last 10 days or so holy hell I mean people li- listen to every lyric of every song and they draw their own conclusions to like is Taylor Swift gay and not really put it out to the world is Taylor Swift going to go on tour on a certain date is Taylor Swift going to give us another album because she said this word and this word in combination with this word that was in this album that used this color that was also in relationship to this word? I mean, that's how how addicted people are to kind of reading the, the tea leaves within Taylor Swift. But the beauty of this is not just because Taylor Swift is popular does she make this happen, but she is a thousand percent committed to saying everything she needs to say without saying anything that gives away anything. And I will tell you, it is the art of all arts. It's probably the thing I am most fond of when it comes to studying or watching Taylor Swift. I, I was uh, watching her interview just before this this podcast episode on Jimmy Kimmel. And you know, Jimmy Kimmel was singing her praises and Jimmy Kimmel was like mentioning that she has not been on tour, I believe in like four years. And... It was funny. Her answers were very methodical. And I think maybe that's the answer here, right? How do you, how do you find that balance between giving people enough alpha, but not giving, putting things out there to where you're, you lose expectations and you end up not delivering on what you say. And I believe the answer to that is you must be strategic and methodical with every, every word, every Twitter space, every announcement in discord every message that is out there and i believe it's what i i believe taylor swift is so well prepared to handle every question every comment and so committed to not going in a direction that she almost feel this is this is what i this is what i feel she feels so laid back and so relaxed in her answers 
I believe, because she is so prepared. And this is coming from someone that believes in rolling with the punches. I hate maps. I hate planning. I hate procedures. But we all know that's the case. I think great keynote speakers, you know what my profession is, the best keynote speakers in the world, I believe, make you feel like the presentation they're giving on stage is custom and it is really dynamic and unique to you as the audience. But little do they know that they've practiced so damn much that they've given themselves the freedom to have that kind of feeling. Like, and I know I'm talking about practice. You're talking practice? And, and I will just say, like, I think that is a missing part of most NFT projects is that if you want to have Easter eggs, right? And for those that don't know what Easter eggs are, Easter, Easter eggs are like hidden little things within, you know, words or within projects or within stories or within messaging or within our, 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 our art that are put there for a reason. But most people don't know the reason unless you're willing to look for them, right? They're, they're this like, and like, I mean, we've seen movies do that. We've seen albums do it. We've seen artists do it. We've seen, I mean, a little bit of everyone and everything do it. And I, I, for one, love Easter eggs. I love hunting for Easter eggs. I also love delivering them. Uh, for anyone that gets the Poe app, when you're in London uh, this upcoming week, uh, the art with the Poe app, I will just tell you, uh, has eight Easter eggs built into the art. Oh, yeah, I just said that right now. Eight Easter eggs. So be interested to see for those who, who actually figure that out. And, uh, and just remember, if you figure out those eight Easter eggs, you probably want to pay cl close attention to what we do after London before November 11th. Now, as you might have heard right there, I knew that I wanted to deliver that information prior to this podcast episode. So I have a sticky note literally right here in front of me. Uh, and uh, you know, for those that here, I'll, I'll, I'll crinkle it just so you know, um, that's my sticky note that I wrote down what I needed to make sure I said, but also didn't say. And so I will tell you, I think one of the things that Taylor Swift does so well is that she doesn't like follow the rules, but she does have her own swim lanes on how she delivers messages how she conveys information. And I think it's a beautiful thing on what she does. And, you know, like that element of like finding that harmony, I think is what every NFT project wants to do. Now, the last thing I want to say is that let's flip it on its head. Maybe you're not a Taylor Swift fan. Maybe you don't like her music. Hey, to each their own. But there's a lot of NFT projects that we probably don't like that maybe we own or we're thinking about buying because of A, B, and C. And the interesting part about it is that Taylor Swift is much more than her music, but her music stands alone much more than even just Taylor Swift does. And so when I'm looking at NFT projects to invest in right now, one of the things that I'm looking at is how much do I trust the founder and how much do I trust that the founder can be the center of attention to create trust and awareness and dial people in, but also can be the point to where the, the, the founder could disappear or sell the project or sell the art and the project and the NFT could still be just as great as it is without them. That's a very delicate balance, right? And I think one of the things that I, I know that I, I'm excited about and for those that aren't familiar you know, Crypto Dads was my aha uh, NFT project. 
And I'll tell you, I got to know two of the founders of the Crypto Dads over the over the last year. And just recently, um, one of the founders had left the project uh, back in January. And then just recently, in the last two weeks or three weeks, uh, it was announced that Ant, one of the the, the last remaining uh, original founder, had decided to sell his you know the, the the NFT project of Crypto Dads to a group of people that were already in the community that were willing to take it over. And first off, I just want to give Ant a giant shout out because it takes someone that really cares about the community and someone that really believes it and is willing to check their ego to do what he did. He still owns, I believe, a 5% you know, stake in, the, in Crypto Dads as a, as a brand. But I will also say, you know, it, it, it's what I predicted earlier this year, right? If you go back and look at what my, one of my biggest predictions for this year was that there are some great NFT projects that if, if the founders are able to check their ego and step aside, those projects are destined to moon. And I will tell you what Crypto Dads represents to me is that project that you know, was launched by two guys that were not dads, but that understood that the brand of being a crypto dad could be something that would take off. And that ultimately, the people that are now involved, they're not all dads. There's a mom involved in the, in, in the founding, in the, in the new ownership team. But I think more so than anything else, crypto dads now is more about the purpose and the passion of the community, much more so than the founder's original vision. And I believe that's where a lot of projects need to get to. And I'm not sure if those projects or every project has that commitment to that balance or to that like art. And I think, you know, Taylor Swift is such a, a beautiful example of someone that can really, you know, transcend her music, but also extend who we are. And so I think of, you know, how do you build anticipation? How do you build your personal brand? And how do you use FOMO, Easter eggs, and the unknown and what you don't say to really create fandom? I don't believe there's anyone better that does it than Taylor Swift. And let's face it, the more projects that could have a little Taylor Swift in them, the better I think all NFT projects could be. And it's kind of like snow on the beach. It's weird and fucking beautiful. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT 365.